We continue on with our conversation with one of the Freaks' faves, well, at least for this weekend, until he does something jacked up and pisses us off. Good to get him back in here. Busy, well, maybe not a really busy day from what I understand. A.J. Allmendinger running in the, his first Indy 500. And Indy, it, it can be kind of treacherous out there on the track, but according to you, A.J., when you're testing or not testing, actually out of the car is tougher for you, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I'm kind of learning this indie process and, and how this all goes and being here for, you know, basically eight days of, of practice before you uh, qualify. Uh, basically, tires are limited. So you get a certain amount of tires before you start the uh, start the couple of weeks, and that's what you have all the way through uh, through the end of the Indy 500. So, you know, you kind of pick and choose your time to, uh, to go out there, and, and obviously for me, uh, need to run a little bit more since I've never been here in the Indy car and got to learn it. But it's uh, it's generally kind of tough sitting around all day. You kind of snack. Like yesterday, before I went out my first time for rookie orientation, I was stress snacking. I was just eating constantly because I was nervous. And then today was more boredom snacking. Hey, before, still snacking. before you know it, you're going to have to be getting fit for one of those A.J. Foyt or Tony Stewart belly bag fire suits. <laughs> No, I'm not getting that bad, to be honest. Come on now. I mean, when I'm snacking, I'm eating, like, bananas and apples. I'm not not pounding cheeseburgers. Oh, you health nut. Now, hold on. You tweeted the other day that you and Elio were talking about workout music together. So, yeah, come on. You are a health nut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, the thing is, is these indie cars I've found so far this year pretty much kick my ass. And, uh, and physically, I got to... Uh, you know, work hard to uh, to get back to where I need to be to uh, to feel good in these cars. So I've been working hard this year. And I, I feel good, but uh, yeah, I mean, my snacking's not that bad. It's 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 a lot of fruit, and, and uh, you know, just try to be as healthy as possible. But you know, there there are cookies hanging out there and some stuff that I could get myself in trouble with if I if I wanted to. Well, but, hold on. Let's get back to this workout music. You guys were talking about it. What what is it? What do you work out to? What does Elio work out to? Uh, it, it's, uh, it's kind of funny because it actually started with his engineer sits there all the time at his computer with, with ear plugs in. So we were just trying to figure out what, uh, what is engineer Jonathan's probably listening to. And, uh, then we kind of got on a topic of, uh, what we listened to and, and I had my phone and I brought up Pandora and I said, Elio, this is what I figure like, you know, you're working out to, and, uh, it's just dance cardio. And the first thing that came up was some Swedish house mafia. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, we started singing, and, and he, he busted out the, all the lyrics to Don't Worry, Child. And uh, so, yeah, I was dead on. Oh, nice. Swedish House Mafia. That's what it's all about for Elio Neves when he's working out. Well, what's all about for you, A.J. Allmendinger? Well, that was about the same, too. I knew the lyrics as well. So it, it was about the same. <laughs> That's right. It was your iPod it came from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A.J. Allmendinger joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios after he had a kind of full day at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, testing, practicing, whatever the hell they call it in IndyCar. You hey, talk- he passed his rookie orientation. That's the big news. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and that sounds so funky, A.J. You passed your rookie orientation. <laughs> Doesn't that just sound bogus? Yeah, Connor Daly really made me feel bad because, you know, he, he was like – Man, I can't believe we get to race together in the 500, man. Remember when I used to have, have your hero cars when you are in champ car your rookie year when I was a kid? And I, and I had all your hero cards. This is going to be awesome. I'm like, yeah, thanks, Connor. <laughs> like, make me feel as old as possible. 
And now you're so, rookies uh, together. Yeah, but it's 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 interesting, you know. I mean, I think people kind of assume just because, especially with with last seven years being in NASCAR, and everybody just assumes back in my champ car days that I ran a lot of ovals and. And I honestly, I only ran Milwaukee really when it came to, to Champ Car. At that point, when the two series were split, IRL was running most of the big ovals, and, and Champ Car was doing a lot of the road and street course races. So, uh, it's a lot different than being at Indy in a stock car compared to an Indy car. So, uh, I, I do feel like a rookie out there right now. I'm slowly creeping up on it, but uh, as everybody's told me since I got here, Rick Mears and Elio and Roger and everybody, like you know, this is. You don't have to be the fastest guy right away. You just got to kind of learn and, and keep pacing yourself and take the week as it comes, and, and we'll start worrying about speed when it gets to Thursday and Friday before qualifying. Yes, and those are the best days for fans to get out there. I love Fast Friday. We're talking with A.J. Allmendinger, past his rookie orientation process at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, getting ready for the Indy 500 on Memorial Day weekend. A.J., you started off this month in a ride with Rick Mears, and you were talking about how cool that was and how you will not forget that moment. Talk about it. Yeah, I mean, we got here on Thursday, and, and Rick uh, took me out in the Suburban, and we were just out there running around the racetrack. And just uh, it's it's pretty awesome just the, the experiences that I've gotten to have of so far just uh, going through this process, getting back in any car and being back with Roger and, and the whole Penske organization. And part of that is having Rick as a driver coach and just going out there and running laps and just talking and, and tell me about the racetrack. Tell me about all the little nuances uh, what to expect. And, and when the wind's blowing this way and, and just things about, like that. And then going back to him telling stories about uh, just when he was racing and, and just what it was all about, what he felt and, and how he drove these race cars. And, uh, it's kind of funny because I find myself as he's talking, I almost tune him out just because I start thinking in my head, like, this is pretty awesome. I'm getting to ride around Indianapolis Motor Speedway with, with Brick Mears telling me stories about everything that, that he had went through and everything that he had done. And, and uh, then I kind of realized, like, oh, I probably should tune back in because he is trying to tell me information that, I, that I'm going to learn. So uh, it, it's pretty cool. And it's the same thing. Uh, my first lap in rookie orientation going down the back straightaway, uh, just, just thinking to myself, wow, I'm at I'm at Indy in an Indy car, but more importantly, I'm at Indy with Roger Penske in a Penske race car, and uh, to me, it kind of just took over. Like this is this is really cool, and then I realized I probably should focus because that corner three comes up pretty quick at 220, so uh, I had to get back in the mode. AJ, I understand your teammates Alio and Will Power have offered some advice that uh, over the last several days now have you taken any of it uh you know will just just curses at me constantly uh <laughs> you know in a good way he's australian so it's all it's all out of love uh and elio he he helped me out a lot yesterday just because uh he got in the car and, and shook it down and uh just you know for that at that point it made me feel comfortable but more importantly like he he didn't just shake it down and say all right it's good and, and go back to his own thing he talked me through it. He was on the timing stand when I was going through rookie orientation to just to kind of talk to me about, you know, what I was feeling and, and what I should feel. So, you know, I feel fortunate that since I've gotten to Penske between Will and Elio, I have great teammates and they have helped me out so much since I've gotten uh, back into IndyCar racing and everything that I've been trying to learn. And uh, he's both, both of them together just made me feel like they want me there and uh, they've helped me. And, and I'm working so hard to try to make sure that, 
I'm at my best, so hopefully I can help them in, in certain ways. I don't want to be the guy that they're always helping. I want to try to get back to the team, so uh, I don't, I don't want to waste anybody's time. So I'm working really hard to try to get to that point. That's a good point, AJ. There isn't one driver out there, I don't care what series it's in, a teammate that wants to be the weakest link in that team. Do you think about that? Of course. Uh, you know, it's just about this whole process. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to be mediocre. I don't want to go out there and just, you know, go back and forth and, and between NASCAR and, and IndyCar and say, oh, look at that. You know, there's not many people that can do that. But, I, but you know, to me, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're doing it and, and you're not doing it well. So for me, I, I, don't, I don't want to waste Rogers' time. I mean, there's everybody out there in the IndyCar series, every young driver coming up, uh, would love to be in a Penske race car, and I'm fortunate that I get a second opportunity to do that. And uh, Will and Elio, it's it's something that I think in a way, you know, I'm not I'm not there trying to steal their job. I mean, they're there uh, because of everything they've done. Will, you can argue, has been the fastest guy the last three years in IndyCar, winning a ton of races. Elio's got three Indy 500 wins, and uh, is there every every year contending for a championship. So I'm not there trying to steal a job. I'm no threat to them in that way, so I just want to bring something to the team, and I don't want to be the weakest link. And yeah, for me, there's I got to start over and, and learn how to drive these cars again, and and go out there and try to compete at the highest level. And it takes time, and I put in a lot of pressure on myself to make sure I hurry up as quick as possible. But uh, you know, I don't I, I don't want to just be like the the charity, like okay, let's help AJ to get through this the weekend. You know, I want to bring something to the team, and I feel like I've fought in little things, uh, certain corners at at say Barber and and. Uh, at Long Beach, and even so far at Indy, me being the guy that's been most on the track so far, just uh, trying to learn little things. So, uh, but like I said, they've they've been a big help. Well, AJ Almendinger, we know there's no way you're trying to take their rides. Their rides are secure, and Ryan Briscoe kind of learned last year that that third seat wasn't secure necessarily for him. But now there's other news in the AJ Almendinger world that Finch Racing is closing his doors after the Brickyard on the NASCAR side. Does this make you want to fight more for making this third seat at Penske full time for 2014? No, there's no there's no extra incentive for me to to want to go out there and, and be a part of Rogers' organization for uh, for next year or years to come. Uh, I love being a part of uh, part of his family, part of his race team. Uh, I really enjoy it, and, and uh, you know it's it's the same thing. You know they announced that I'm going to run uh, Detroit GP, which is the weekend after Indy and, and the, the first doubleheader that they're going to have uh, for that race weekend. It's going to be a, an amazing race. Obviously, Roger puts it on, and uh, it was a great race last year, and this year it should be even better. So uh, I'm excited to be able to do that. And it's, it's as I told Roger, as many races as he wants me to run, I'm going to keep, keep running them and, and enjoy and keep working hard to do that. And, uh, you know, if this turns into something full-time, then uh, I'll be the happiest guy out there. So there's not more incentive to, to go out there and, uh, you know, I just, I honestly feel, feel bad for James. I mean, he's put his heart and soul into the sport and, uh, it, it's tough right now on, on all fronts, NASCAR, IndyCar, sports car racing, everything, drag racing for sponsorship. And, uh, James has, has been a guy that's, that's fought hard to, to keep his team around. And, uh, you know, I just, it, it's not good for NASCAR. You know, you need to keep those guys, especially a guy like James that's been there forever. You know, the small teams, you need to keep them in the sport and figure out a way to bring funding, to bring sponsorship to them. So, uh, you know, that's tough. And, and uh, you know, I'm more worried about the guys that, that work at that race team that, that bust their butt every weekend to make sure those cars are ready and fast to, to go out there and find work. You know, I, I feel like I'll figure something out. Something else will come up or, uh, you know, I'll, I'll figure out whether it's 
full-time in IndyCar or something else in NASCAR, uh, I'll, I'll figure out something to, to make it work. But uh, I more care about those guys and, and making sure that those, those guys can, can find a job. A.J. Allmendinger getting set for the Indy 500 joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. A.J., we don't have all day to talk about this, but briefly, you're right. NHRA, IndyCar, NASCAR, even Supercross, all forms of motorsports. Sponsorship is suffering. What would you do differently, A.J. Allmendinger, to make it more welcoming for sponsors to come in? I know it's the $100 million question. Can you put your finger on it? Uh, I don't know. It's, you know, I think... I think, you know, every every series in its own right has money's the problem, obviously, but because of that, I think there's different things right now. Like I look at IndyCar racing, the racing right now is some of the best I've I've ever seen. Uh, that race at Brazil last weekend, coming down to the checkered flag, Hinch putting the move on on Sato on the last corner for the win. Uh, you can't beat the racing on on the track at that point. You know, when it comes to, to IndyCar, I think it's just media exposure. I mean, you got it. The, the TV package isn't very good. Uh, it's it's tough to figure out when the races are on and, and even just getting the media coverage about them and, and getting those drivers' names out there. You know, you look at a guy like Oriole Serbia. You know, they announced that their team's closing down after uh, after Indy, which is disappointing. I mean, Oriole is a, is a great talent that's been around for a long time that deserves a ride. So uh, it's... I just don't know. I think really, uh, when it comes to sponsors, it's it's not about so much on the racetrack. I mean, obviously that's important to go out there and, and run well, but uh, it's what you can do for them off the racetrack and and uh, find ways to kind of implement and bring in different ways to to get them exposure. And uh, but I don't think there's I don't think there's one answer. I mean, I think there's just a lot out there. It's just a it's tough times right now. Last question, AJ. I just thought about this. You've run the Brickyard several times of course in a in nascar is there anything you that you can apply to running a cup car a nationwide series car on the brickyard to an indy car uh no no <laughs> there was no the the first thing was they told me i wasn't allowed to hit the brake pedal at the end of the straightaway and uh <laughs> well they told me i could but i'd be really slow if i did and, and i'm not gonna lie my first lap I, my left foot quivered over there to, to to go touch the brake pedals so uh the the lines completely different the way you drive a stock car and, and an indie car around here uh there's the only thing that really i know is just running the racetrack itself and just little nuances about uh, how the grip level changes say in turn one to compare to turn three and and two and four and things like that those are kind of similar between an indie car and a cup car but other than that it is uh it's completely different you know and kurt bush had brought that up with his test on Thursday of this past week, I believe. Yeah, he said he wanted to hit that brake going into turn one. His mind was telling him, you better do it. But his the guys on the radio were saying, don't you dare. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, When you get used to something as a race car driver, it, you, know, you get kind of in that mode. And and uh, in your mind, you know an Indy car's got a ton more grip. It's, it should stick in theory. But uh, it takes the first couple of times to get down there and really trust it and believe it. So uh, it was... It was Definitely, I, I, my first lap, I almost hit the brake pedal, and then I definitely turned in for my cup line and about hit the grass before the uh, curving even started. So uh, there's there's a lot of different things, but uh, it, it's this whole week is about just the process, just going through it, uh, taking time to get up to speed, not doing anything too crazy, you know, slowly taking down force off the race car. So uh, the weekend so far has been good, and uh, we'll see how the rest of this week goes. Leave it to me to bring this down or back into the gutter. 
you continue to eat that fruit, and you're going into turn one, come Indy 500, your first lap squirts a plenty. Oh, please. So you need to have something solid in your bowels to keep it backed up. What? That's negative, man, because uh, turn one at Indy on the start, that thing will be puckered up tighter than, than you could ever imagine. <laughs> all right, go eat your grape nuts and your damn apricots, all right? All right, sounds good to me. They're oh. dried apricots, by the way. It's good oh. for you. Ooh, those do make you fart, though. All right, get some rest, Holmes. All right, well, thank you, guys. See the Freak Nation, what's an interview with A.J. Allmendinger without sinking into that into that gutter, at least to the tail end of the interview? And Stat, man, I can't believe you allowed that to happen. Why would you do that? Again, Stat MC? Is <laughs> man. <laughs> I was wondering, though, why the interview was so straight and narrow. I mean, everything, we were asking him serious questions. He was answering us relatively seriously. I thought, this is not a typical A.J. Allmendinger interview for us. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that, that we've everything that we've done with A.J. Allmendinger in the past has gone off the rails. That Yeah, but if it's, if it's typical to be off the rails, we're atypical. So <laughs> yeah. we ought to be, ah, there we go. We Good ought point. To take it seriously once in a while.